بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 2.8 of Soul Food where we're looking at speech and in this episode inshallah and the next three episodes we're going to look at truthfulness in its different manifestations so we're going to look at truthfulness of speech uh, truthfulness of actions and truthfulness of intention so we're kind of going to go deep into the topic of truthfulness as a whole. And in this episode, we're going to look at the importance of telling the truth. We're going to look at how truthfulness leads to paradise, uh, practicing what you preach and how important that is. And we're going to look at a really amazing story of one of the great uh, luminaries of Islamic history, Imam Abdul Qadir Jilani. May Allah have mercy on him. Uh, so the importance of telling the truth. Uh, one of the most important things in cultivating our character and one of the most important things in the internal makeup of a believer and what really affects the heart and affects the way that you deal with other people and your own relationships and your own uh, relationship with yourself, your internal relationship, is your ability to tell the truth and how naturally uh, truthfulness comes to you. Uh, in the book, The Clarifi- the Clarification of Noble Character by Habib Umar, he says, truthfulness in speech stems from the realization that Allah Most High sees one at all times, and it is a type of self-control that indicates a person's faith. So it really comes from this awareness of Allah, it comes from this awareness of God, and that that awareness brings about this self-control that guides your words, that guides what you say, and that you're conscious of being truthful in everything that you do. God says in the Quran, that God will say, this is in the Quran, surah number 5, verse 119, that God will say, this is a day when the truthful will benefit from their truthfulness. They will have gardens graced with flowing streams, there to remain forever. God is pleased with them and they with him. That is the supreme triumph. So once again, it is the day that the truthful will benefit, they will reap the rewards of their truthfulness. And speech has an effect. You know, our relationship with our, with our words, it, it's, a, it's a very direct effect on our heart. And scholars of Islamic spirituality, they say that the tongue is the translator of the heart. So if your words and your speech is upright, is something that is pleasing to God, is something that is positive and truthful and 
you use your words for goodness, it's a sign that your heart is in a good state. And truthfulness leads to paradise. And someone might say, you know, like the words that you use, how could it really have that big of an effect? The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he says in a beautiful hadith of the utmost authenticity, he says, truthfulness leads to goodness, bir. And this word in Arabic, bir, it's every kind of goodness. Like it's an all-encompassing understanding of goodness. So truthfulness leads to this over-encompassing, this, this deep sense of goodness. And goodness, bir, leads to paradise. A person will continuously be truthful until he or she is recorded with God as a Siddiq. And a Siddiq is someone who has the utmost truthfulness and uprightness. That a person will continuously be truthful. In other words, if you continue to be truthful time and time and time again, and you're truthful in your words and in your actions and in your intentions and in everything that you do, you're a sincere person, then you will continue to do that until God records you as someone who is a Siddiq uh, of the utmost truthfulness and righteousness. And the opposite is true. The hadith goes on, the Prophet says, and lying leads to corruption, and corruption leads to the fire. A person will continuously lie until he is recorded with God as a liar. And this is narrated by Bukhari and Muslim. So it's something to really be mindful of that, that truthfulness is the path to goodness and goodness is the path to paradise. And a believer, you know, we, we all kind of have different dispositions and different personalities. And the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, said that a believer can have different dispositions, but they cannot be disposed to lying and treachery. So in other words, you might have certain character traits that are challenging. And even as a believer, you you strive to work against those things. Some people might be short-tempered, for example, or some people might be um, a little bit more selfish, as an example. And it's something that you work on. But the Prophet says, peace and blessings be upon him, that a person, a believer, cannot be disposed to lying and treachery, that that's something that is removed through the light of faith and being sincere with God, the exalted. And it also affects our relationships with other people. And it affects the way, you know, this is all about cultivating beautiful character. You know, nobody likes a liar. Nobody trusts a liar. When someone is truthful and they're upright and what you see is what you get, then people respect you for that and they trust you for that and they feel secure being around you. And it's no surprise that the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, even before receiving revelation, was known by his people as al-Sadiq al-Amin, the truthful and the trustworthy, that he never told a lie his entire life. So this affects our relationships with other people and uh, uh, our trustworthiness with them. And... That brings us to the next point where it's so important to practice what you preach. And as we all know, you know, as the popular saying goes, actions speak louder than words. And if we're talking about something, let's say, for example, you know, if you're a parent or you're someone in a position where you're trying to teach other people uh, some goodness, 
right? All the encouragement in the world that you give that person, particularly as it pertains to being truthful, is compromised if you ever lie, right? So let's say someone comes to the door or someone asks about you and you tell your child or you tell your friend or you tell someone to say, oh, tell them I'm not here. I'm not here, right? And you don't want to talk to that person. You know, all the reminders to that person to be truthful are destroyed if you just do something like that. Right, So when you're trying to instill good character within others, you have to make sure that you're living up to that character trait as well. And you know everything that we're talking about in soul food is about implementing it within yourself, practicing what you preach, and allowing you know these lessons to really permeate and penetrate deep into your heart and soul and to really change you know the character that we have. And that brings us to this amazing story of Imam Abdul Qadir Jilani. Imam Abdul Qadir Jilani was one of the greatest of Islam scholars in history. He was a scholar and he was of the utmost righteousness. He was a descendant of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. And uh, when he was being, you know, when he was set on his path to go seek knowledge and become a scholar, it was actually his mother who was a very righteous and saintly woman, she sent him to Baghdad to seek knowledge. And when she set him on his way, she gave him a very clear command. And she said, my son, from this point on, when you're seeking knowledge and you're seeking nearness to God and this path of piety, and you're cultivating your character and you're transforming your soul and you're polishing the mirror of your heart, she said, the thing that I counsel you to do is always speak the truth. And she set him on his way and she gave him some gold coins. She gave him 40 dinars, uh, which were these gold coins that were essentially, you know, the livelihood that he had to survive in Baghdad and to seek knowledge. And he joined a caravan. And while he was on the way to Baghdad, you know, to, to really begin this this path, the caravan was uh, was attacked by brigands, by highway robbers, and they basically robbed from everyone. And, you know, they're taking all the, the livestock, they're taking everything everyone in the caravan has, and they come to Imam Abdul Qadir Jilani, who at that point is a young boy, and one of the robbers asks, says, what do you have? And he says, you know, I have 40 dinars, I have these gold coins that are stitched into my clothing. And the robber laughs. He says, you know, this, this, this child is playing with me. And then another robber comes to him and asks, what do you have? He says, I have 40 gold coins stitched in my shirt underneath my, underneath my arm. And once again, he thinks that this child is, you know, joking with him and playing with him. Because if you know you're going to get robbed, you would lie to the robber. Right? You would say, no, I don't have anything. And then, but Imam Abdul Qadir said, I have 40 gold coins and they're stitched inside of my clothes and so forth. So they didn't believe him. So they brought Imam Abdul Qadir to the leader of this group of robbers. And the leader says, what do you have? They say, you know, look, this, this, this young boy is, uh, you know, he's, he's funny. And they bring him to the leader. He says, what do you have? And he says, I have 40 gold coins that are stitched under my shirt. And the leader of the robbers, he he looks in his shirt and he opens up the stitch 
And lo and behold, there's 40 gold coins. There's 40 dinars. And the, the head of the robbers is confused. He says, boy, why did you tell us that you had this, particularly when it's hidden? And most robbers, they're not going to look at, you know, a young boy to think that he has uh, some wealth with him. So he says, boy, why did you tell us that? And he said, I made an oath to my mother that I would always tell the truth. And the sincerity with which Imam Abdul Qadir Jilani said that affected the leader of the robbers. And the leader of the robbers, he said, you kept your oath to your mother to tell the truth, whereas we have broken our oath with God in that we're robbing people and harming people. And then the robber said, I swear by God that I repent at this moment. And he was inspired by the integrity and the the truthfulness of Imam Abdul Qadir Jilani, he said, I repent in this moment and I renew my oath with God. And all of the robbers who were with him, they said, we used to follow you in committing crimes and now we will follow you in your repentance and turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, turning back to God. So, you know, it's amazing because in those moments, we sometimes think, listen, okay, you know, I'm not going to lie in most cases but if there's something where either i get a benefit or i avoid some embarrassment or maybe some harm i'll just i'll twist the truth a little bit but imam abdul qadir jilani and what's taught to us by the prophet peace and blessings be upon him is to speak the truth even when it's bitter to speak the truth and to know that that's more pleasing to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that ultimately God will be with you when you tell the truth. That it hones your character, it refines your soul, and that God will reward you and assist you. And as the verse at the beginning says, this is the day that those who were truthful will benefit from their truthfulness. So it brings us to the call to action. The call to action is this. The next time you're tempted to lie, it's simple. I'm thinking you're probably going to be able to guess it. The next time you're tempted to lie, Uphold the truth. Say, you know what? I'm a little bit uncomfortable telling the truth in this moment, but I'm going to tell the truth for God. I'm going to tell the truth because this is what this is the right thing to do. And then see the results. See what happens. You will see, just like in the case of Imam Abdul Qadir Jilani, that something good will come from that, God willing, inshaAllah ta'ala. So that's the call to action for this episode. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He beautifies our speech, that He ennobles our tongues with truthfulness and with integrity and with saying all that is good and with avoiding lying and treachery and backbiting and all of the dangers that come with the tongue, but that we we use it for what is pleasing to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, uh, you know, just a final note, inshallah, please keep in touch with us. I know that there's been a pretty serious hiatus and I apologize for that. But keep in touch, you know, uh, the team, the soul food team really benefits and really is inspired to hear from you. So subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're able to, please leave a review on iTunes. And we thank you all for listening. We thank you all for your support for your words of encouragement. 
And if there's any good that comes from this, then it is truly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, it's an honor to be uh, uh, with you and to be of service. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to continue to bless you all and to keep us connected in all that is good and keep us in your du'as. And inshallah, we'll see you next week uh, with the next episode. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته The shoes come off as I knock the door Eyes downcast upon the floors Struggling To repeat, Alhamdulillah, 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 Alhamdulillah.